Are you a business owner looking for real advice and input? You're in the right place. From concept to launch to growth, funding and beyond. Welcome to Startup Hustle with your hosts. One once sold a business for $150 million. The other, the author of Million Dollar Bedroom. Here are your hosts of Startup Hustle, Matt DeCourcy and Matt Watson. And we're back. Another episode of Startup Hustle. Matt DeCourcy here with Matt Watson. Hi, Matt. Did he just mess up your intro? Maybe, man, he but he can. I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. So, I mean, usually I'm the one who messes it up. You've, how could you have possibly ever met? You've never done the intro. So after like, actually, let's and- stop. I'm going to say, t- bring the show in, Matt. Let me do it. Let me hear it. <laughs> Let me hear it. And we're back with another episode of the Startup Hustle. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So for those of you listening, maybe, our, maybe our guest should bring it in. That's, today. you know what? I'm just going to introduce him. We've got, uh, <laughs> Josh, why don't you introduce yourself, man? We're just obviously going way out of the box here. Hey, my name is Josh Levin. I'm the founder and CEO of a, a commercial electric company called Empowered Electric. Have also become the host of a, a local podcast, The Empowered People, and uh, have grown this company to, you know, from me in a truck five years ago at $188,000 our first year in business to this year we're on pace to do about $10 million in revenue. And we have currently have 37 employees. So, it's been a it's been an uphill fun run, and that's not even what we're going to talk about mainly today. We're going to talk about well, you know what? So I have a great idea, guys, and you guys can tell me how you think about it. I'm thinking about starting a podcast. What do you guys think? Ooh, do you have the voice for it? I'm not sure. Do you? Do you have the stamina? Yes. Can you do this every day? Are we still talking about podcasting? Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, the reason that um, well, Josh. You, your podcast is, is popular. Um, and you're also what I would still, I consider a social media influencer and you've built so much of this around the topic of your business. Um, and you know, like how the, how does a electric company and a construction company end up with a really popular podcast and an Instagram account that have over 14,000 followers? Like, that's not typical. Would you agree? Uh, totally agree. Right. I mean, construction is definitely behind the times in all areas of marketing and social media. Sure. Um, it's just something that's neglected completely. And it's definitely out of the box, right. right? You're thinking out of the box for sure. Right. So, you know, here we are and, and well, you know, our podcast started, the first episodes came out on December 7th, 2017. And, uh, you know, so many people ask about uh, do you get a lot of questions, Josh, about starting podcasts? Oh, all like, the time. All the time. Like, how what? do you do it? How much time does it take? Like, so I honestly don't get as many questions like that. I mean, sometimes, but I usually get the question of why are you doing a podcast? Kind of said like yeah. that, kind of scowling and looking away. Like that's stupid. That's a waste of time. And I think, and that's exactly what we need to talk about because I have to believe that some of the growth of your business and the street cred that came with it, and we'll talk about that, have come partially from the podcast. 100%. Right. 100%. So the subject is starting a podcast. So first off, you, I think you first have to decide, do you want to start a podcast? What is a podcast? If you're listening to this and you don't know, you should just turn off. You don't want to start a podcast. But Well, one of our other guests was, a, uh, was on our show, and she was a coach, a sex coach, right? About relationship and all this stuff. And she had her own podcast too, Correct. right? She was on our show recently. Um, and she's just all about advice for dating and relationships and whatever. And so that's a great example where you could subscribe to it. And every week you get some little tips about how to do better in relationships, right? Sure. And it's just like self-help 
educational thing and it's a way for her to promote her brand and her business. So there right? you go. There's one of the reasons one why example. you may start a podcast. Now, there's a few things about podcasts that are, well, first off, uh, over 25% of people in the United States are less regularly listen to a podcast, which is crazy because that's like 80 million, 90 million people at that point, And it's trending up with that. Um, something like 10 to 25,000, I don't even know one even has a real number on that. New shows are coming out a week because now everybody has a freaking podcast. So there's some things that I think people listening need to know and understand about what to expect and what you may get out of it. And there's some things that I'm sure you learned along the way, Josh, that I'm looking and we did too. One, at one point, we even got kicked off of iTunes for a few days for being smarter about SEO than the other people. I mean, on it's iTunes, good to have goals. Yeah. I mean, one yeah. of my goals in life is to get kicked out of places. Right. Yeah. You're good at it. So, yeah. At one of well, one of our employees said, if you're not mad, if you're not getting kicked off a search engine, I feel like you're not really. Trying. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So when you went back and at, at the inception of your podcast, Josh, like, I mean, how did you go about approaching it? What were some of the things you looked at? Why do I want to start this? And so on. Like, yeah. So, and one of the things is storytelling has always been a big thing with our company. So it was never, you know, as you're talking about um, starting Empowered Electric and why did I get a social media following? It's because I tried to think outside the box and storytelling. A lot of people right now, it's a buzzword, storytelling, marketing, all this kind of Personal stuff. branding. Yeah, right, right. all that kind of garbage. Well, for me, it's always just been a part of my life. So even before I started Empowered Electric, I was every week going to a juvenile detention center and kind of sharing two hour messages, one with the boys and one with the girls. They were, they were the same message, but hours back to back. And so speaking and talking and trying to inspire hope had been, some, had been something that kind of was before even Empowered Electric started. So talking was just what I did. Right. Um, and then as like, you know, social media, the Instagram and things started to happen, I realized that everyone's taking a selfie, right? Like rise and grind and me at my coffee shop and all this kind of bull crap, just the camera's always focusing on them. And so I was always wanting to say like, I wanted to tell the, the stories about the people, places and positive things that are happening through throughout Kansas City. And for us, we get a backstage pass to that. So the new hot restaurants, the new hot coffee shops, the new bars, the new breweries, all these kinds sure. of stuff that, you know, they haven't released the name, they haven't released the location or the feel, but we're, we're wiring it up. So I get to see that. So it's kind of telling the stories of that, those things were just, it was just second nature for us. And I think also, the, so that's just kind of a little bit going into it. But the second thing was, I got so frustrated. You know that entrepreneur thing, like you see a gap or you see a need and you want to meet it. Yeah. I think there's a lot of stuff out there. So you're talking about all these podcasts that are starting up. There's a ton of them for startups, meaning people that are raising money, not making money. And it's all about ideas and ideas and ideas and all these ideas. That's all it is. No one has actually done a damn thing. Um, and then there's another group of podcasts that are all about like, you know, like Tim Ferriss's podcast, which I love it. But like when you interview Warren Buffett or LeBron James or Tony Robbins, I might have some tidbits of knowledge that I get out of that, but I'm not, I'm nowhere near Tony Robbins or Warren yeah, Buffett. Yeah, I was just thinking LeBron I James. can't relate to Warren Buffett. Yeah. So Watson I, can. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, no. So like there's a, there's a void of podcasts between like year three and year eight of whether it's a business or an entrepreneur that's giving that like, hey, this is working and here's the proof. My company went from 1 million to 4 million. It went from 4 million to 10 million. I went from three employees to 10 employees. So there was this actual, hey, guys, this in real time is working. 
And so that's kind of what motivated me is I wanted it to be a business podcast that both showed behind the scenes of the cool projects and people that I was getting to see, but also giving practical advice of, hey, this is actually what happens if you wait too long to fire a toxic person. You know what I mean? Year three to seven. It's your, different. your your subject matter is is parallel to the same stuff we talk about. It's mm -hmm. just related to different. You know what I? And by the way, if you're thinking about starting a podcast about startups, uh, we don't need another one. No, probably. Not. Not, I'm not trying to keep my competition down, but you're right. There's just ten thousand of them. Uh, so there's some things you have to think about and consider. So do you? All right, for. For us, when we started the podcast, so at the end of 2016, I went through basically a period of reinvention of sorts. I launched a couple books the following year. I had worked with some other people about doing stuff. I started a YouTube channel. I, I, for me, I felt like I had something to say. It was storytelling. It had to do with storytelling, and I was open and willing to say it. I tried some different things. None, I mean, none of them really got hot. Um, and then as I got to be friends with Matt and I found that we were always bitching and complaining, we we're talking about the ups, the downs. And I was like, dude, we should start a podcast. And Matt said, well, what would we, what would we talk about? I said, I don't know. Let's let's, but what the world doesn't need is a couple, a, a story from a couple people about, oh, this is how you got rich or blah, blah, blah. Like, sure. That could be an underlying thing. And, and Matt said to me, he goes, we should talk about all the things we suck at. I was like, Boom. That's good because that's where you learn. And well, at the same time, I was trying to launch a podcast for Stackify. So we, we actually were trying to launch two podcasts at the same time. Right. If you remember. Well, I mean, and that came a little bit after. And then the Stackify yeah. podcast, we did like six episodes and then never did anymore. Because it's, well, and that's something we should get into. It fizzled like, out. So you have the why, but it, you have to be ready to do it regularly. Mm -hmm. And it is, there is work. And you have to put at least a little bit of planning into it, which there was a time, if you've listened to the whole series of this one, you might, you might be able to find the episodes that we figured out what we were talking about. Well, well I mean, we kind of, in some ways, did that today. But you have to have something to talk about, and there's some formats. So on your show, Josh, do you, is, it, is it you? Is it interviews? Mm -hmm. Do you have a regular cast? Yeah. And, and how did you decide about which direction to go with? Well, so it started out just me. So I come from, and what you said, you have to have something to say. And here's the thing. I think most people have worthy things to say. The problem is, is they haven't put in the work to practice speaking, practice right. storytelling. For me, that was the Juvie Hall. For you, it might be a YMCA or it might be Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts. It might be something where you have to, or at your job, being able to get in front of people and speak effectively tell a story, keep, you know, make a point. That stuff's important. If you can't talk, I would say give up. Um, yeah, sure. Don't start a podcast. I don't think your voice matters as much because everybody hates their voice. And honestly, Tony Robbins has probably one of the worst voices in history, mm -hmm. yet it's so compelling and it's so him. I mean, if, you, if you're actually honest about the raspiness and kind of groggliness of his voice, you think he didn't hate his voice the first time you heard and it? The podcast has made my voice deeper. It's <laughs> actually true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, on some levels, I don't, I mean, it's, I mean, it, it is, maybe it's just more talking. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. yeah. But so I knew I saw so, a lot so of people. You started with just you? No. So I had a cast at all times. So there's me, the co-host, Matt Parman, um, who's a bad to the bone assistant. Um, he's who recommended you. Is he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's part yeah. of your company. Yeah. He's, he's an estimator for us, but also has stepped into the empowered people also okay. kind of helping facilitate a lot of things. So he, is a co-host and because we always wanted it to be also conversational. So yeah. I didn't want to just be like a preacher up there, just 
yelling at you points, but kind of conversational. So him being there asking questions, you know, saying, Hey, that doesn't make sense. Can you clarify that has been important part, probably like the way that you guys dialogue. And I think I, I'm more of the storyteller, but he kind of keeps it real in question. And then Intrepid Creative, Aaron and Brett um, with Intrepid Creative are the guys that we use for all our social media videos, photos and stuff for Empowered Electric. They've also slid over and helped kind of the production side of the podcast. So it's always well, what, us. Let's key that. There is. Okay. Well, regardless of what your format is, if your production value is garbage, then you're not going to, people aren't going to listen. So there's a couple of things you have to consider. Well, first off, what do you need? Like what equipment do you need? So the first 50 episodes of this, we had what, like a Yeti microphone. Yeah. We just and it was, it. it was just sitting on a mic stand. It was like, you know, and, and just it, a basic office. it had a full like circular pattern. So it, it, and Josh is checking out our mics. We, we've upgraded a little. But the Yeti mic let, and we would all get in a chair, we would all sit in chairs and we basically sit around it. And it was, you know, somewhat at our face level and it did okay. It did okay. Um, it didn't sound great, but it didn't sound terrible. So, but if your recording quality sucks, people aren't going to listen because it's annoying. No one wants to listen to, to really, really bad audio. So, but that being said, we did the first 50 episodes of Startup Hustle with a $200 microphone. So you also got to have something to plug that into. I don't know what you use. We actually use a platform called Zencaster. And uh, we plugged in, we had a, a Mac that was left over that wasn't being used. And we plugged it in, the mic in, and we used Zencaster and we recorded straight to it and it spits us out an audio file. It so cleans up the audio. Really it does well. actually, actually, I highly recommend Zencaster because it does a great job of removing. It's, it has a post production feature that is a plus, and it saves a lot of time. So, you know, that being said, like that really helped. But if you, so I worked in musical instruments for a while, so I had appreciation for what a shitty microphone like was. But, but that's important because, and keep in mind too, if you're starting a podcast, people are going to be listening in earbuds a lot. And earbuds really accentuate, like we always joke like this, that's me just touching the table here in our studio. But and who, if, I'm sorry if you're listening to earbuds, because that sounded like a bass drum. And that's the kind of stuff that, that makes a difference. So yeah. like, what was your initial setup? Like, so what did you use? We recorded directly into GarageBand sure. um, on the iMac. Very um, similar, right? Yeah. And then we had, we immediately got four mics, but what we realized is the the Yeti blue mic, the yeah. USB mics mm -hmm. are horrible. Um, if, because they have the same like IP number. So it, Interesting. it doesn't, it oh, won't they record were, four you tracks. Were wireless. Yeah. It was, it was nonsense. And, okay. uh, so we had to go and get some Shuri mics and we've since upgraded to a roadcaster system. But I would say if you're starting out, you can do a USB. The, the downfall of it is, um, when you're having a conversation. So it's okay if it's just you recording by yourself. But when you start plugging in multiples, the USB mics usually register as the we same We had that thing. problem. Do you remember that? Yeah, we did. We, we actually, we I'm that. glad you brought that up because at one point when we tried to get away from that mic, we tried to go with individual mics. So with when you have multiple multiple people sharing a microphone, it doesn't separate the channels very well. It's, it's difficult. But we said, okay, we bought other microphones and then we tried to plug both of them in. Now, here's the thing that most people don't know is these micro, good microphones require power. A lot of power. And and they like literally, and the guy from the electric company will probably verify this for us, but but the USB can't put that put out enough of it. So we even tried boosters. Like it was really frustrating. Remember how frustrating yeah, I was about that? Yeah, I remember we that? tried that. 
So, there but, I, but I've had a lot of success in the past of being guests on other podcasts and just using regular USB headsets, and they sound pretty good. I mean, they're not excellent; yeah. they're not as good as a mic like this. But if you're just starting out and you want to try it, a really good like noise canceling USB headset isn't that bad of an option either. So let's talk about like like the modern equipment that we're using because so we went from that, and then you know at that point. We were, we were committed. We had picked up some listeners and we were, you know, we said, hey, maybe we'll keep doing this. Um, we were not regular with our publishing schedule, which was not good in the beginning. But um, we've graduated now. Now we actually have a soundboard and a bunch of We can do stuff. cool sound effects. You want to do a cool sound effect? Well, there aren't really cool sound effects, but um, I'm so, what, like what, that? that? Yeah. Woo! I mean, yeah, that's not, I that's mean, what, what would really be exciting is, you know, if I could, you know, I can actually in Zencaster, I can make a number of sounds, but yeah. we wouldn't hear them in our ears. It would oh. only be in the recording. So I'm actually like all the people cheering for I, us. Yeah. I can actually do a cheering in oh. the ballpark and stuff like that. So, or but, like but, a -dunk -dunk. but I think the microphone is an important part and I'm glad you brought that up because I, oh, God, that was frustrating. Yeah. I'm sitting here going, man, I worked in the music industry for eight years and I can't, why is this a problem? Well, that's why everybody seems to go back to an old school uh, mics like we have now into a soundboard instead of USB. Yeah. Like, well, there's there's reasons for that. Yeah, and and also, you know, you lose a, an element of control. Like, it's hard to kind of deal with a computer. Like, so we have a, a here now we've graduated. So we have four uh, Shure microphones, and they're uh, I'll post a picture on Instagram when we're done. And these are about two hundred bucks each. And, but they do require a different kind of cabling. They want, they aren't going to plug straight into the computer. The USB mic is theoretically not your best option. Yeah. If you need more than one mic, it yeah. doesn't seem to be. Yeah. And I would say, I don't know if you know about those Zooms, Z-O-O-M. Um, I think there's an H6 and the H4. The little like handheld ones. Little those, handheld yeah, those ones. are good too. Those yeah. are really, really yeah. good. They're affordable. They're mobile. Yeah. So if someone's you know starting a podcast and they're going to sometimes record at home, sometimes at work, sometimes in the park. The Joel Goldberg uses those because he'll sit down and talk to people with them. And those are actually really, really good as well. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what I would recommend. I think another thing too is try to get yourself in a, you need to be in a quiet space. You know, somewhere yeah. and and like uh, so when Kristen Thomas was in, she was like, so I was in my closet recording a podcast. <laughs> yeah, because it's you know, but that matters. And and the better your mic, the finickier it's going to be. Well, and we have that issue here because uh, Stackify and Full Scale share an office. Yep, and we have a a meeting room. Right, they were just in there. Yeah, yeah. And so when we first started, you hear a little noise, and 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 does that come out on the final recording? You know what? That once again, thank you, Zencaster. Which so let's let's budget this. Zencaster is twenty bucks a month, man. And now with Zencaster, I can also send you a link, and if you have a call in or other stuff, they can do it, and you can record it through the, the yeah. your laptop, whatever. But let's talk about that for a second, because you you have to decide what your format is while you're getting your equipment, or preferably before. So you have a couple different formats. There can be you. There can be you and guests, or there's you and co-hosts, or then obviously the combination of all of them. It's harder to get people to follow your podcast, apparently, at least the numbers that I found, when it's just you. Because we, we're having a conversation here. Like, I have to just keep talking and talking. And I when I try, I at one point tried to record one of my books myself on audio, and I was like, dude, this sucks. It's hard. So, you know, like how on your show, how much did your other... Do you guys have guests and co-hosts? Is that what yeah. you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, once again, and here's the thing, I would say to everyone, let's be real. My first, you know, so you said I have 14,000 followers on Instagram. I used to have two. And my yeah. first photo got 
three likes. Sure. And it was me, my wife, and probably my mother-in-law. You Sounds know, like it's, Watson's Instagram. Yeah, I mean, that's where you start, <laughs> right? And so your podcast, you want to you want to try to produce the greatest quality content you possibly can. You want to tell the best stories with the best points, with the best mics. You, of course, want to do that. You also have to be realistic yeah. that it, you suck and no one's going to listen. Oh, dude, I, I listened to episode one like a month ago. Sorry, guys. Like, it was okay. Do you remember I used to do the intro and then... It would be like, and I'm Matt DeCourcy, and you'd be like, and I'm Matt Watson, you know, and like Matt said that to me after like the third one, he's like, we have to come up with a better way to introduce ourselves. And, you know, like, I don't even know where and we're back started. And we're back. I know, like people like requesting t-shirts on that and stuff. But yeah, but but my, the point is, is even with the USB mic and, and like 150 bucks or even like 99, you can, you can make a dent. Yeah. You can make a dent for sure. Um, and so, you and know. I would encourage people to first prove that you're actually going to do this with some regularity before yeah. you go spend a couple thousand dollars. Yeah. On so we, we, we sat equipment. down and created, we made a list. We had about 20 things we thought we'd talk about. And that was another thing too, is when you go to launch your first podcast, it's really recommended that you have like th- any, a minimum of three and preferably five because it just makes you look, well, first off, look better. If you keep, th- keep in mind, you're the brand new podcast. There are, and I didn't get to this stat. There are about 600,000 active. That means active, like actually ones that someone has listened to in uh, on the podcast app on Apple, 600,000. So you got to keep in mind, like that's the, that's the arena you're entering and how are you going to be found? How are you different? So if you just, if your first launch is one episode, you just look like a noob. So well, people will listen to the additional episodes. They'll binge binge listen to they binge right and it also kind of helps your ranking a little bit because if they like it they might listen to three four or five yep. of them so did you guys launch with just one episode or did um, you i think we did right. but i think even more so than i mean i agree that you have to think down the road but we had 10 episodes recorded before we launched the first one okay. we still go. just launched them one a week right. um, for the first five weeks. And then we started hitting two a week. Did you do that? So you had them in the bank had and, you them did, in the bank. and you could deal mm-hmm. with other stuff. Cause that's another thing too, is like when Matt and I first talked and we were doing this, you know, we got really busy, really, really, really busy at one point. Like we let this thing die. And for those of you that came back to listen, thanks. Cause in December of 2018 and January of 2019, we just didn't have time. We didn't because because all of a sudden life caught up with me and I was doing all the production too, which by the way, doesn't have to take that long. So as we're still starting our podcast here, what did you, where did you get your intro? Um, we, we bought one on Fiverr. Yeah. So all oh, the intro, which of was the music. definitely, yeah, just the, for the podcast, it's still the one we use. Yeah. It was definitely not $5. It was like 70, but so we have, we have, so because we do so many video and audio things with our social media presence for our company, you guys make really good videos too, by the way. So that's yeah. intrepid creative. Yeah. I mean, okay. they need to be linked in your show notes sure. or whatever. They yeah. are just, they're, they're ridiculous. Aaron and Brett, they're, they were two college students that right when they graduated, they, they started intrepid creative and they kind of had this vision of making high quality, you know, cause everybody's that document everything right now. Do they produce your podcast mm-hmm. too? So yeah. they do the audit. That's another thing. Actually, you did that for Stackify for the first few, you had like a, you recorded them and then you sent them off and they sent them back, right? Yeah. We were using some online service. I want to say it was called podcast motor or something like that, where you would upload your file to them and then they would uh, edit it. If it needed editing, they would add the intro and the outro. And then they also would write show notes. 
Okay, that was they the main. That was it. the time-consuming yes, thing. Yes, they would also write the show notes. So you talked about using GarageBand. That's where I started. I graduated later to Logic, which is like why Apple gives you GarageBand for free because they want you to later buy Logic. But so with the intro and the outro, so people, you said something earlier. We do not edit this show. From when we hit, okay, we, there's been twice where we maybe messed up the intro. Well, now, well, three times, but yeah. we're publishing it. I, say, I tell people, I'm like, we publish it, and that, that's the fun part. I tell people, we publish it warts and all. Like, it is what it is. But the real reason, is, and there's a couple that were edited, or I tried to slice a couple things out. I was like, God, this takes forever. Let's just put this whole thing in. But Zencaster spits out a complete file. So now you have your intro and you have your outro, and using something like GarageBand, you just drag all three in, you seam them together, and it spits out a file afterward. Like, that part never ever easy peasy that didn't take long but writing show notes and the titling and getting it ready and everything so now we have to talk about like how do you distribute it do you guys use libsyn so or we something different we or? use libsyn now we started with anchor okay. of course because anchor was free um i think it depends on what you're wanting to do anchor is not good for scalability um they would probably be super pissed if they heard that but they're not a proud sponsor of the empowered people podcast so whatever but they they uh, they own they own the rights to your podcast if you publish through them. So there's some weird things yeah. that it doesn't rank iTunes appropriately. Yeah. And I, I'm speaking slightly out of my expertise. I know it's a it's a main hassle. So, so Libsyn uh, and that's L I B hyphen S Y N is like five bucks. Yeah, now, that's not what, that's actually not what we use. We use a thing called podcast websites. Yeah, it's exactly okay. It also provides the whole website. Yeah, ideas is a website and goes with it. And you know, it's I mean, Libsyn gives you kind of like a, a little bit of a page, but it's not really like yeah. Your Libsyn own is really just the player and hosting. Yeah, that's it. Now, but Nothing the more. great part about Libsyn, and by the way, that is the world. And it is the I'm sorry, it is the world's most popular podcast host. It is also yeah. the ugliest app I've ever seen. It's terrible. It's awful. Yeah, yeah so. but it works. Yeah, well, you get what you pay for. It's five bucks a yeah. month. And so the, you have to, if you record a podcast, you then have to syndicate it. So it's funny because they say on Apple how many downloads you get. You're, most, it's, it's, most of that's just streaming off of wherever you keep your audio file, which in your case is Libsyn and ours is podcast websites. And will we pay about 100 bucks a month for that? I think it's $79. Okay. I probably owe you 18 months worth of that because yeah. I think he put it on his personal card. Yes. So, but the, you, uh, so here's the thing though, main barrier to entry. If you have a hundred dollars, maybe 20, you don't even need something like Zencaster, but it doesn't hurt. And you have a mic and a microphone. So that's a hundred bucks and you probably already have a computer. You're ready to do a, a you're ready to do a podcast, but you've got to have an intro and an outro because you it's total JV. If you don't. Yeah. And I mean, so we paid for that. We, we pay for a monthly subscription and we're allowed to use it. So that's sure we found that song. We freaking yeah. loved it. But I've Oh, you're I've, talking you about know, the actual music. That's another yeah. thing, too. You can't just like take your favorite Lady Gaga song. Yeah. And make that your background music. Be, be careful with that. Because yeah. that if your show does actually do well, you're going to end up having to go back and undo that. Well, and that's like now royalty free. And now we're doing videos. So we have YouTube. So just think if you upload that to YouTube, you'd have the same problem. Right. YouTube would flag the Lady Gaga song. And when they do that, so you, when you upload something to YouTube and dude, it's crazy. Like you can be having like a, a iPhone recording of yourself and it has music in the background that's playing at the mall or something like that. And YouTube will figure that out and they put a copyright on it, which means it's that crazy. the owner of that 
copyright can run ads on your videos because that's the price you're going to pay. Yeah. So, you know, weird. Yeah. Weird stuff. One of the, one of the biggest things going back to what you were saying, if it's just you talking, um, one thing I've realized is I think most podcasts fail. Cause I, of course I've they become, do. I've yeah. become like a big advocate of podcasts and watching people. And, but most people that I see that they fail, they can't talk by themselves. So I think even though you don't necessarily want it to just be you speaking by yourself. So every week we have a Tuesday tune up, which is a shortened podcast, 10 to 15 minutes long. It's very motivational. One story, couple points. I'm coming at you. Have a great week. Then on Thursdays, we do the longer format. And how long are they on average? 30 to 45 minutes. That's same there. Yeah. <clears throat> we've done, we've done hour, two and a half hour long ones. Wow. We've the had po- some that went along. along. You can't do that. You got to cut them up. You got to do yeah. one part, two part, three part. They, people just don't listen unless you're Joe Rogan or Tim Ferriss. People are not going to listen that long. We've had a few that have gone on and the, I think that we don't necessarily have, so our, the, the intended length is right around 40 minutes, but at the same time, I think I won't stop them. Like we might go pa- a little bit past 40 minutes on this one. I mean, but if the content and the subject matter is rocking, like I don't think you should need to force an exit on it, but 40 minutes is the average, uh, roughly the average commute time. Yeah. So there's people listen to podcasts on their commute. They listen while they're doing chores and they often listen while they're exercising. And 40 minutes is a good number for that. So like if 20 minutes each way to work and back, you get some of it on the way there. You get some of it on the way back. And then we have those weird, weird listeners that listen to it while they're in the shower. <laughs> that is weird. That's one. Yeah. That's and that's weird. why, that's also why we don't live stream yeah. as much anymore. Yeah. So Austin, yeah, put Austin. your clothes on, yeah. dude. No one wants to see Jeez. that shit. But you know what I mean? If you're reliant upon booking gas, getting gas, all that kind of stuff, it just puts you in a pickle a lot of times. Well, that's what, that's what can be time consuming. And if you aren't someone that, if you don't have street cred with the people that you're asking to be on it, it's. Well, the more and more we've published this, we don't have a hard time getting guests anymore. It's not, it's not a concern. I bet you, I bet yours isn't, you don't have the hard time. Did you have a hard time at any point? No. Yeah. We never really had a hard time, but at the same time, like keep in mind, that's another, okay. So back to that format, you also have to decide. So all of ours are, all of our shows, everyone's here. We're here in the same room right now, people. I'm looking at Josh. I'm trying not to look at Watson. But it's hard, Matt. Matt, you're just a good-looking guy. I know. I know. So that's why we're on YouTube. That's why you're the. That's why we franchise tagged you. Yeah. We like to say we have faces made for radio. So, but but call-ins are not great audio quality as well. So, and that was another tip that was that was out there. Like if you're gonna, you have a different dynamic when you have people in the room. So um, don't. It's hard to get people to come do it. There are people are, are scared of it. They lot not everyone like you said in the beginning. Not everyone likes is good at speaking publicly. They don't want to. They don't, you know a lot of that. So, but this I think for most people just feels like a conversation, and it's not as big of a deal. I think that's really important that it be a conversation because, dude, I don't want to tune into your forty minute lecture. So yeah. no, I, I agree, and that's why. So one of the things. So we, my mind almost thinks in fortune cookie like sentences, and so whenever we started the I'd podcast, like to expand on that. Well, so <laughs> the, the the theme of the podcast is more stories, less advice. Mm. And it's because once again, there's a million podcasts out there that are going to tell you the top ten ways to be a better dad, to run a better business, yeah. to eliminate waste, and it's going to be very blog pointy, very. You're going to run out of content really fast if your podcast is that specific. Like if you're like how to be a better dad. 
you're going to run out of relevant, interesting content in like 12 episodes. That's the great thing about having guests is there's kind of a never ending sure. thing for it. And so we haven't talked much about the Stackify podcast that fizzled out, but my art goal with it was to potentially get um, guests on the show that could be potential customers right. for ours, right? Like sure. that was going to be a big part of it and our, and our existing customers. Yeah. So, you know, we have some interesting customers uh, like big names, like, okay, let's get some of our big name customers on there and talk, they talk about their technology problems, maybe how they used our software to help solve them, different things like that. And um, then, so Stackify gets like a million website visitors a month. So we're like, oh, well, that's a good distribution channel to drive listenership. We could put ads on our blog and whatever. Um, and then we could also do the show notes. So that would create even more content for our blog, try and rank even more, drive even more traffic. But the problem was it fizzled out because it's just the time, just all the, the time, the planning, getting the guest, who would be the guest, when they would do it, just just got busy and it just died. And actually just and actually doing it. It just, yeah, fizzled out. So like, and did you ever have an issue with that? Was that ever like just the coordination of it or like? So my, <clears throat> pardon me, my end goal, of course, is public speaking. Like that's always been my end goal. Love it won't stop. So talking, I could so talk So that's part of day, your why. That's part day. of your why. Like it this helps you and and we should probably hit on like what are the what are the benefits of the podcast. Like yeah. Matt just mentioned with Stackify I was like, well that could well then even here, same thing. We get interesting people that sometimes end up doing business with this after. And it's a good excuse to get yeah. in front of somebody. Yeah. To oh, corner yeah. them and be like, hey, uh you won't answer my sales call, but will you come be on a podcast? And they're like, okay. For those of you that are listening that have not shown up for your recording yet, we will not corner you. <laughs> this is yes, yes, we will not corner you. But, but you get, but you get one-on-one -on -one time with somebody that you may not otherwise, maybe hard to chase down. You know, from a Josh, who are your who are your guests typically, and how do you decide who? So or we why? always say we always say that we're trying to shine the light on the people, places, and positive things that are making Kansas City brighter. Yeah, us too. Yeah, there's yeah. of course there's a lot of electrical things in there, right? Um, shining the light um, on the places that are making it brighter. And I think it's the people that I typically do business with or the people that I'm interested in, the people that are catching my attention. Because I think also, it's not necessarily the dudes that have made it, the dudes or dudettes that have made it, but the ones that are on the come up that aren't putting all their money into marketing. They're not on social media like crazy because they're actually building a business. They're actually doing work, not pretending to do work. They're not flexing and posing. And so we try to target those types of people. So whether it's like Kemet the Phantom, a local hip hop yeah, no, artist. Kemet. Kemet's yeah. awesome. He's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Or Dom with the Positive People Posse or Gina with Girls on the Run or Kylie and Soren with Nickel and Suede. It's these people that maybe I think they're amazing, but maybe they don't think they're amazing because they're just, they're head down and they're grinding. So we get some of that. We've had some of that with people were like, God, they'd be a great person. And you ask them, like, I don't, I mean, you want me? Yeah. Like what? Who wants to hear what I have to say? I'm like uh, uh, a lot more people than you probably think. I mean, yeah. nothing else. It's like, hey, you're average, just like everybody else. All these other average people want to hear how you're doing and how you're being successful, right? Like we're just all humans. We saw a variety. A variety was different, and you know, I think Matt and I were in a fortunate situation when it came to booking guests. You know, at that point, I'd had a couple books come out. Matt, you have a, a, a brilliant history with business know a lot of and all that. And it, and we knew a lot of people and some of it in the beginning, we we're kind of like, eh, would you be willing? And now, so do, do people ask you a lot to be on your podcast? Mm -hmm. Cause we get a lot of that. 
Yeah. It was yeah, cool. Yesterday we, we had the potential mayor on our podcast. Yeah. Yeah, podcast. I saw that. That was neat. Yeah. When yeah. I say yesterday, this will probably be like two weeks ago from one of those airs or whatever. But yeah. No, we're going to push this up in the rotation. All right. Yeah. We're going to put the one about you last okay perfect. that's the one we'll never publish it's going to be like that wu-tang <laughs> album where there's one copy of it and they sold it for like a couple million dollars so. but how cool is that we had like a mayoral candidate on our podcast well we've had a lot of people man we've had i mean some i mean I, people that i really look up to business wise we've had a lot of up-and-comers and then then some of that so as you as you progress well I, before we get into that so how did you get people to listen to your show in the beginning because i I'll, I'll share my approach but did you just kind of throw it out there and hope they listened or because that's the thing just because you publish a podcast, you will have nobody that will listen. Yeah, no, literally got to advertise it somehow you gotta or, push or it. promote it and that, not necessarily advertise promote it. it. Yeah, you yeah. Promote it. And I had a way that I went about that and I'll share that. Yeah. So my, you guys my approach some? has always been. Um, so I grew up in an extremely poor household. Very, very, very poor. Never. I mean, the reason I didn't play baseball when I was in sixth grade is because we couldn't afford a baseball glove. So. If I was playing sports, it had to be a fundraiser attached to it. So do you remember those world uh, world's finest chocolates? There's milk chocolate, crispy, and almond. You'd sell them for a dollar a piece, go door to door, yeah, yeah, knock yeah. on the door. Yeah. Um, so that's have that same approach. So whether it's on social media like Facebook, Instagram, um, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, I will direct message every single person. Um, people that follow me, people that don't follow me, I'll look up hashtags, I'll look up location markers, and yep. just knock on doors all day till your freaking fingers bleed and, and that's, so that's well that's one way to do it for yeah. sure and by the way the people that are 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 gonna that are gonna tell other people about you and what you're doing are the people you know that's where it's got to start so we did i did a lot of that um I, I mean like facebook like post a link to your show and talk about it now yep there's a couple things i've learned along the way so i use canva.com mm -hmm. to make thumbnails do it don't just post a link and have it look like crap. Like I, I call myself the goat, like the greatest of all time when it comes to making thumbnails. Although Breland's really challenging me. She's the baby goat. Mm. Um, the but baby goat. the, the, the thumbnail it attracts attention. And if we're so Canva is like 12 bucks a month and you can make like a, a, a YouTube size that you can do, they just walk you right through it make it really easy. So that's really helpful. But my approach, and by the way, this was insanely effective. So I knew the show was about startups. So I joined about a hundred groups about startups, entrepreneurship, business owners, stuff like that. I mean, they were everywhere. They were all over the world, dude. They were in India, they were in London, Australia, and we'll get to that in a second. So for only the first five episodes, each time in every one of those groups, I posted a link and I made sure we had a good thumbnail and it caught on fast. All right. So we've had listeners, we're up to 174 countries. Um, we had hundreds of downloads last Saturday and the most popular place we were listened to, do you know, already know the answer to this? Fucking London. Wow. London, like Great Britain or where, is that where London is? I believe so. I know it's not here, but so that, but here's the thing that was free. That was free. And I, by the way, I did get kicked out of two of those rooms for posting the links, but I had a good thumbnail and I had a link and, but you can't just be like, and it wasn't, Listen to this. and it wasn't advertorial either. It was free content. No. That was good content. And that's where I'm going yeah. with that too, is I said, I want your, will you guys give me feedback on this? So that's a different approach. And by the way, some people did, but, but that right there 
gave us enough and a critical mass to get a little bit of listenership. So what are other, so we should keep talking about this. What are the other ways to promote a podcast? So like for Stackify, I mentioned our blog. So we have like a million visitors. You can write a blog article so about it. Instagram. Uh, I bet many people listening to this found the show recently through Instagram ads. Been very effective. Yeah. Instagram will show you how many swipe up, like with yeah. your swipe up, you know how many people are going from Instagram yeah. to the podcast. One, I mean, one of the best ways is to get your guests to promote it. Right. That's hard to do, by the uh, way. You got to ask your guests it to is. promote. Josh, I'm going to need you to promote this episode. Yeah. Startup hustle. I will. I will. I'll, I'll I, I believe you know, that. I, I believe that. I mean, I you asked him like, hey, just yeah. share on social the fact that you were on the podcast. So I, link. I have yeah. another tip that goes with that because we just talked about making a, a decent thumbnail. You got to give people. I learned this with my second book because the first book I, that I put out, I was hoping that people would promote it and I realized that they weren't. So the next one that came out, I, I typed up a little like a little thing. I said, you know, here's the link to, to Amazon. Here's the link to somewhere else. And I gave everybody exactly what they needed to post. So we post this in your Facebook feed and they did. And the book went to number one and it was all organic like that. So if you give people like you, we, Josh, you will from us, you will get the thumbnail for this, the links and stuff like that and make it easy for don't make people have to go out of the way to promote your shit. Yeah. Like that's a big thing. Yeah. So um, so when you're talking about like beating on doors and stuff like that, you mean, so you're out talking to people, you're like, Hey, by the way, check out, check out our podcast. Oh yeah, no, yeah. for sure. And then every public speaking event that I go to, um, of course I'm talking about it. Hey, if you want to hear more, you can check out our podcast. So that I speak at a lot of local high schools, um, kind of on like a high school circuit that, so go and awesome. speak. yeah, I mean, it's, and so then getting those kids to talk <laughs> and to listen and to pay attention and stuff. I mean, it's, it's pretty fun. It's pretty different. Well, I'd say that. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean that. But by the way, I want to say too, when you're talking, you got to have fun with this. Like, it has to be entertaining to some degree. Yeah. So many people, I, I so or, before we get into that, we also should talk about like where you're hosting it. Like 70% of podcasts are listened through Apple. Oh, yeah. That's the whale. So get yourself on Apple. You got to have good looking show art. Like, cause it obviously, dude, you got to look like you're in the business of doing what you're doing. So many people ask me like, Oh, what kind of a team do you have to produce? I'm like, dude, me and my laptop, like, you know, cause it looked, but it, it seems it intimidating when you first start it. It is. It is. You're like, Oh, do I have to open garage band and figure out how to do figure this? Figure out how to do that. How do I hook like, up a microphone? How do, how do I, I upload this about? somewhere? Yeah. Like it all seems intimidating. But so. by the way, that's why podcast podcasting with other people is so much easier. Cause you and I, we can just sit here and talk. That's like before we're, we're like, shit, let's just turn on the microphone. Let's just do it like that. Yeah. So, um, you know, another thing that we did recently is, is I realized I would tell people about the podcast, but I don't think they were listening. So we printed some little square cards that on one side have the startup hustle logo. And then there's a QR code on the back so they can just hold their phone camera up to it. And it takes them right to the show so they can oh, listen. It, cool. it makes it really easy. Um, and then we'll give Linktree. Uh, that's a new invention. So one of the problems you have when you're on multiple platforms, so you have iTunes, you have Google Play, you, Anchor was one of them, Stitcher, Spotify. Spotify. So we went with SoundCloud. The, yeah, we went the, with those big three. But then the problem is, is now you're trying to direct traffic somewhere. So where do you do it? So we Linktree, just Google Linktree. It's actually L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E. And what Linktree does is it actually, it's it's like a directory. So when someone clicks or gets driven to that, it's and then it says, okay, welcome to Startup Hustle. Where do you want to listen? 
and it lets you pick. So it helps you t- takes you straight to that. Also allows you to put a blog on there too. Sure. I think. Yeah, you There's can put whatever link we want on there. I could put a link to this or like like we link to full scale, our 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 actual business that we get paid to work at. And you know, we sh- I think we should talk about that for a second. So how has your podcast impacted? Are you achieving the results that you wanted to? Are you getting business out of it? Are you getting more speaking engagements? So we're getting, so from an empowered electric standpoint, we're not only getting more business from it, but we're getting way more employees. So for example, I run an ad that says, you know, we're looking for an electrician and I give a bunch of requirements and all this, that, and the other, whatever. Um, Just like everybody else. Well, when they engage with me, I immediately reach out to them, whether it's via text, direct message, whatever it is, and then engage with them and say, Hey, if you're wondering about the culture of our company, here you go, here's a link. And then use right. the podcast to validate it. And then the next thing you know, guaranteed, I mean, when it comes to hiring in, in the construction world, we are dominating right now through social media. I mean, probably the last nine hires have been off Facebook or Instagram. You have never seen an electric company with a huge Instagram following. No. Good I mean, work. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's well, but most of it's engagement. So, I mean, people yeah. want, people want to say, how do I grow my following? Well, number one, you got to use hashtags. You got to use location markers. People say they don't want to do that. Well, okay, well then you're not going to grow. Right. True. You use those. And then when people like it, you know what you do? You go to their, you go to, go to their profile, hit message and say, Hey, thanks a ton for liking our photo. I know it's weird. We're an electric company, but appreciate the support. Yeah. Next thing you know, that like turns into a follow yeah. um, because you're engaging with them. And it's like, People just don't want to do the work. They well, want to Instagram post a picture. How you and I had talked yeah. to you coming in here. Like I, and I saw that he had actually followed the podcast probably after, was it Matt? No. So I had Did followed somebody... it before that. I think I had followed it through Andrew Morgan's. Okay, I think sure. I had and saw he's been him. on here before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. yeah and he's he was here earlier dude. today. Actually. He's a smart dude. Right. And so I had seen that and I'm always kind of interested in like, what are the next podcasts out there? What are the new ones? Right. What are the good ones? I mean, I, so I don't did know you ever how. Find, did you ever find one? Because if you've been listening to this yeah. one, man, thanks. Um, yeah. So, I mean, well, what's, funny, what's funny is I remember I somehow stumbled across Tim Ferriss's literally the week he published, like when he right. started it. So I've been listening to his since the, the very beginning, which it, it sucked at the beginning. Yeah. He just got super drunk on wine talking to like Kevin Rose. But you got to start somewhere. I don't think our sucked. But it wasn't, it's definitely turned in. I told Matt this morning, you know, I said, man, I'm just really like, I feel so much better about what we produce. Like it, I, I've always looked at this as, as, uh, as a, like an indie label version of talk radio, you know? And, and I think that that's important, but okay. So have, have you seen that, that video by Ira Glass on creative work? No. So there's a, there's a really famous video, Ira Glass, the host, producer whatever of this american life amazing speaker went and heard him talk for three hours straight never took a bathroom break it was ridiculous but he has this video on creative work and one of the things he says is anyone who's got into creative work has got into it because they have great taste but because you have great taste what you quickly realize when you start creating whether it's a song music art whatever it is you realize like it's not as good as you know it could be or should be so your great taste lets you know and that's why i say when you start it's going to suck because you're going to know that deep down it can be so much better. So that's what I'm saying. And he says the only way to break through that is to do tons of work. Yeah. And it's not going to happen by itself. You have to put yourself on deadlines. You have to do tons of episodes. And so that's why I'm saying like be committed to 50 episodes. Well, I think also before. be commit, be committed to throwing them away if they're trash. Mm. Like we did that. We are, Okay, we said we don't edit. There's a, a few. 
because when we started trying to do video as well, it put a lot of tax on the computer that we were running it into. We didn't yeah. realize that was the issue. It was like even like the issue, with, and I hate that this is the case, but like the issue with Joel Goldberg has an occasional crackle. And it, and it drives me crazy because, but we didn't, couldn't figure out where that was. And I didn't throw that one out, but there was a couple others that I did. I was like, I, can't, I told Johnny, I said, I can't publish these. And it took us a while to figure that out. Um, we ended up just getting a faster computer. So, right? right, right. And so, but, but I feel like that's been warranted. So for us, as far as, the, do you, do you actually generate revenue? Do you have, you mentioned the word sponsor earlier. Do you actually have sponsors oh. or ads? <clears throat> so we have two people right now that are very, very, like they want to be sponsors. We haven't fully figured out how we're going to do that. Yeah. Um, and so I haven't allowed that yet. I, I could, the, the, so for those of you that are thinking that you're going to start a podcast and actually make money on it, you're not. No. Not. Like we were talking it's like about, a $30 CPM or something like $20 it depends, it, CPM. It can be up to $100. But let's say you get 10,000 listeners a month, it's still like $2,500. No, like $200 or $200. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so like CPM you know, cost per milli or how you, so you need a thousand views and typically they're only going to pay for if that occurs within the first 30 days. So, and then there's another thing too, is what is a download? Like they, there is a standard for that. So technically a download is a unique device that listens to at least one minute. And it can only do that. So that you could have multiple downloads for different shows, but we went through that because we had some stats in the beginning. We were like, oh my God. And then we got an email from the hosting platform. They're like, so we haven't really been calculating these the way that we should. So they have qualified and unqualified downloads. And like some of that, you know, I don't know, but, um, but you need a lot. You need a lot. Like right now we're in the top 200, top 100 um, podcast apps. And we don't, we don't even have enough lessons for us to justify considering at it's not worth it for $25. Like I'd rather say fullscale.io visit us. There you go. I did that's my ad. We're talking about our own stuff. Right. But so for us, I, I, we've experienced the same effect as you. Um, people come in to do business with full scale and I'll go to tell them the story a little bit and they'll be like, well, I, I feel like I already know you I listen to the podcast. And then now that we're in oh, well over a hundred episodes, well, it also lets me do some things. I'm like, you know, I sit around, I talk about this every day, all day, you know, and, and, and different stuff. But I think that it does give people a chance to know you, know your story, know your business. Um, some of our past guests actually use their episode to, they'll send the links out to their actual, to their clients or prospects and say, Hey, well here, you can get to know me by listening to this. So there's a lot of different things. Um, we have actually found new business. We've had actually multiple clients that have found us and gone to fullscale.io yeah, and filled out yeah. the contact form. We've done business with them. Um, I mean, I, I think if we were pursuing that route, we could probably seek or find speaking engagements or stuff like that. I, I don't know if anybody buys my books because of it. I don't even check. Um, you sell books. Yeah. I give them away. If yeah. you come to the podcast, Josh is going to get a free one today. And if he doesn't like it, I'm going to give him his money back. All right. But so that can accomplish that. And then I just think that the greater reach, like we've been a lot more serious about this. So we're actually publishing four days a week and that's a lot, that's a lot, but we created a conveyor belt. So we have the people that we're doing like, and that was important for Matt and I. And it, so some of the keys for us uh, along that we're keeping it scheduled. You know, we use Gigabook to do those schedules and that made it easier. So we didn't have to play what time are you available? What time are you go? We record at specific times and we do a redone. And you know, and then, like I said, uh, 
I, I, I don't know, man. It's like, it's just the regularity of it, but you're never going to build up a, enough of a following to sell ads. And then you got to try to sell them. Like who's, who's going to advertise? There's 600,000 podcasts. Why so I don't want to buy an ad on yours. Yeah. And one thing, so this is once again, things that I've learned from other people, but um, Kylie Nichols with Nickel and Suede. Uh, who, by the way, has like 100,000 followers on well, Instagram. Yeah, so Nickel and Suede. She's here well, in Kansas City. Have you even heard of them? No. Because like, that's my point. There's great stuff going on everywhere. It's so cool. they, so Nickel and Suede, that they're actual, I don't know how many they have. I mean, lots. And then she has One Little Mama, which before Nickel and Suede, she had a fashion blog. And she wrote a blog every single day for two years. Yeah. And then became an overnight success, of course. But that just that <laughs> consistency of everyone's like, how do I want to get this following? I want to get this following. And she's like, that wasn't an I overnight did. success. Though. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, no, you, you get you get the joke yeah. is you want to grow your podcast. You need to do it a lot. Yeah. And the people that just want it to happen overnight. I mean, I think at, at a minimum, you have to do one a week. Yeah. I think if you try to do five a week, that's ridiculous. Some people try that right off the bat. I think you can scale up to that. But like starting out. It's easier for us to do it now because we have some supporting cast that people, and it's like an assembly line. Yeah, I'm not so saying kinda, you. Well, no, well, yeah. no, it is kind of crazy. We just started doing it. It's going well. I don't know. Like, I mean, it's, but the thing for us is for Matt and I, we can sit down, record it and leave. That was the problem I had with Stackify yeah. was the, who are we going to do it? When are we going to do it? The scheduling, all, you know, all the stuff. Like wherever, if, if I had other members on the team that just took care of all that and said, Matt, show up here. If we didn't, okay. if we didn't own full scale, so, so we were employ almost 200 people. So we have a creative department, we have writers, we have a lot of different people. So, but the problem was, is up until recently, we never really leveraged that. So we had to really kind of figure that out and we're getting a little better at it. So, you know, I mean, I think that that's a big thing. Um, you know, I, I mean, really, we could probably have about 10 parts on this where we're running on in, in time. But I think we on the way out, like, I think it would be good if all of us like, I mean, you got any tips on this, Matt? Like, and by the way, and I'm not and I'm not. You got to have someone you got to have motivation to do it. Like. I, I'm, I record the podcast. I, I told Matt, I was like, because Matt's traveling a lot. I'm like, I got to record it anyway. You know, yeah, you're much more religious about making sure right. you're more likely to drag me and be like, no, Matt. It, well, I've done Thursday, that. I've done that a little bit, like, a little bit, especially in the beginning, well, especially in yeah. the beginning. And that's why now it's just regular, but we scheduled it way far in advance, way far in advance. So I think that if you want to try to be effective, you got to be regular. Your content has to be good. Think it out. Like we just draw a simple set list. Like we draw like six talking points and we start talking and like, I mean, we're through 53 minutes right now and we didn't even scratch the surface of what we could have gone with this. But, you know, if you, so if you want to start your own podcast, um, you know, hopefully you got some tips out of this. Like there's a lot of information online about it, but I, I think we get hit on anything. Is there anything you left on gentlemen? Is there anything? You no, we talked about why you should do it, the benefits of doing it, promoting it. Maybe why you shouldn't do it too, but yeah. Yeah. All the different things. Yeah. We kind of covered all of it. What about you, Josh? Yeah. So, I mean, I love it. I think if you have a story to tell, if you're motivated to speak and you want to spread goodwill in the world, definitely start one. Um, you know, keep your expectations low and your work ethic high. And I think it will grow. Um, that's, the, that's my thing. And you, I think the key thing is keeping your expectations realistic. Like there's just so much, so much content out there. Like don't think you're going to get a million downloads a, a month. Like it just doesn't really happen like that. I have one other comment. It's a lot easier to record a podcast than it is to write a blog post. Oh, yeah. And writing blog posts are important too for SEO and all that stuff. 
but they can be pain in the ass. You can spend 48, four to eight hours or more trying to write a good blog post. If you do a podcast the right way and you get it all set up, it takes exactly like the 40 minutes and this or is, an hour. And this right? is spoken like you can by, knock them out. And now for those of you that aren't aware, Stackify, their blog gets over a million visits a month. It has like 700 blog posts or something. A month, over a million. And like, that's a lot. But like you said, there's it's been easier a to lot do a podcast of podcasts. Oh, yeah. To write yeah. a blog post. It, or you can do the podcast and turn it into turn, a turn it into a, so post it's a double with win. A transcript. Yep. Yeah. So, well, guys, we talked about a lot of stuff. We got to give Josh a couple shout outs here. You can check out his business at empoweredkc.com. Pretty much empowered a lot of stuff on all the social media empowered people is the podcast mm-hmm. and I'm yeah, the everywhere. And, uh, um, you know, like check them out on Instagram, check out the business. You guys have great content. Um, appreciate it. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming by. See yep. you guys next time. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of startup hustle with Matt DeCarsi and Matt Watson for more great content and to stay up to date, visit startuphustle.xyz. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and subscribe and we'll catch you next time on startup hustle.